0: All right, let's face it, everyone's jumping on the podcast bandwagon, right? Well, the person who invented the term jump on the bandwagon was P.T. Barnum, and he invented a little thing called the Barnum & Bailey Circus. So let's jump on the new wave circus, Anchor. Anchor is a free podcast app that will help you distribute to uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even more. They have tools you can use to edit your podcast wherever you are, whether it be from your phone or from your laptop. And uh, not only that, it's free. You can make your money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And all you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I can feel it all the way down in my plums. Yeah! So! Alright, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Yeah, So... Man, I gotta work on that intro, anyways, I know everybody here, I say everybody like there's tons of people, I know everybody's thinking that I'm trying to sound sexy or something to that effect, actually I'm trying to be quiet because it's about 2am uh, where I'm at, so I'm not trying to sound sexy at all, but when I when I do, when I, when I do sound sexy, you'll fucking know it, um, I just wanted to start off, I got a few things I want to talk about, Uh, First of all, thanks for listening, please check me out on um, Patreon, YouTube, I'm not sure where you guys got this, I really don't even understand how podcast advertising works quite yet, because I've got zero sponsors, but I'll I'll tell you what I do get, uh, pussy, no, I'm kidding, Um, I'm not, but technically I do, but anyways, I'm going to go ahead and uh, move the fuck along. And uh, we're gonna get this party started. So for those of you that don't know, I'm Rev. Uh, and I'm gonna try to make you laugh a little bit. It's gonna be kinda tough. There's there, it, there's a situation I wanna address here that it seems like only a few have hit on the nails is the situation with Chris D'Elia. Um, first of all, I think the point everyone's missing here is part of his act is being arrogant. And whether it's an act or not, I don't know. He seems to pull it off pretty well. So I I think it's a mixture of both. But what it boils down to is that you can't be arrogant sometimes and then not be arrogant when it's not convenient. You can't put your tail between your legs. And I'm sorry, but assembling emails to confirm that you did not solicit pictures. I mean, it's great that, oh, it's not great. Let's take that back. It's it's good that you have some sort of uh, evidence, I guess we want to call it that. But, man, you need to come out and say something. You can't talk for a fucking living and talk like you're the shit. And then when something like this happens, you're just radio silence. I mean, come on, man. You, you got to be a man. And, and I'm not saying what he did was right. Um I'm definitely not gonna say I'm not gonna I don't wanna endorse what he he's being accused of. I don't know the facts. I know the same thing everybody else knows. Um look, Chris is definitely guilty of being a little pervy. Um I don't see any grooming or as they call it, I don't see any um, knowing solicitation for any sort of contact or photographs or photographs. Like it's the nineteen fucking twenties and shit. Please pass me a photographs. Uh, look, the guy may be a little pervy. He didn't do anything that a is against the law and b technically that he was accused of he was accused of soliciting a fucking minor he was accused of being a pedophile he's accused of grooming underage girls okay that's some epstein shit okay you don't you can't just come out and 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 just throw this those kind of accusations around if it happened you know what then then you're absolutely entitled to your due justice your your day in court but you're not entitled to your 15 minutes of fucking fame because you elaborated uh a little too much or you exaggerated different situations to make it appear as if you were the victim when in reality you were a participant now the difference is is that being a minor You're technically not considered mentally capable of defending yourself, which I don't know. I mean, in in divorce court or in family, um, you know, in custody hearings, if the child's over 11 years old, they're allowed to go to the stand and testify. So how come, if that's the case, why not hold someone who's 16 years old accountable? Oh, wait. She's not 16. She's in her 20s now. And she's down to fuck. Uh, And the only reason I know that. Is because I could tell. She definitely seemed like she was down to. uh, Oh and I guess there were emails too. That said she was down to fuck. I don't don't know about that. But what I will tell you is that. Chris has been prosecuted. uh, And unduly. If you ask me. Um, He. look at all the people that jump ship that's the crazy part i guess it's not crazy you should have seen it coming but it 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 was shocking to me almost as shocking as the allegations themselves were the fact that i mean callan of all people uh you would think would stick by his friend and granted he didn't come out and convict him but when you remove any links in your profile to to even knowing the man and uh, honestly one of the most telling things was when he when callan was very specific to point out that he had not been on tour with chris anytime recently it'd been 14 years i you know, barely know this guy i mean it i mean c- you want to talk about crabs in a bucket man hashtag crabs in a bucket that's all they are um uh, and in shop I, I don't i don't really know enough about shop to even comment i think he was crying because he's probably stressed out he's been having to spell Dalia in text messages for the past two weeks and it's probably taking a toll on him um shout out to the coronavirus but the other one that really surprised me was Whitney because she always seemed to be pretty level-headed uh she seemed to uh have a good take on things and she was funny uh I think her humor's changed over the years as everyone's does but um, i don 't know if it was just a dash of you know something new that made her so funny that has worn off since, but um the fact that she didn 't speak to Chris and just uh, just literally hung him out to dry without talking to him a day after without any sort of recourse there was no there was no rebuttal to the accusations there was none of that, and she was just you know just a, okay, I know how to handle this, I'm going to jump on the bandwagon. It's not even really jumping on the bandwagon for her, it's, it's me. Look at me. How can I make this about me? I mean, that, that's, what, that's my assumption. Um, because you don't turn your back on your friends like that unless there's a bigger goal in mind and you don't value those friends or you don't value the relationship. And, and her goal is obviously, look at me. I mean, every, anybody that follows Whitney knows that's what her goal is. So Whitney is another hashtag crabs in a bucket. That's probably her nickname. I shouldn't say that because I really don't know. That was a low-hanging fruit joke. I should have stayed away from that. But fuck it, I'm going to leave it in. This is a new podcast. And what are they going to take from me? I don't even have any fucking sponsors. You want to take something from me, you got to come physically take it from me. And I have firearms, so good luck. Tom Segura, who I really don't even think is funny. Um, I tried to listen to some of his stuff. It's just not for me. I got nothing against the guy, but... You know, when it came to the Dalia accusations It it sounded like He was He he was reiterating a script That his wife was closely monitoring During the podcast Um, now I'm not saying that That's exactly what happened But that's exactly what the fuck it sounded like Um I mean, the guy he, He in one, you know, in in one breath he says, you know, Chris is a good friend of mine. Um, you know, we need to wait till everything comes out, and then and in the next breath he's feel sorry for the victims. So anybody that says I feel sorry for the victims, you're not giving anyone a chance. You don't have anyone's back. You're you're determining that those victims, quote unquote, are a honest, b accurate, and c credible, and. Uh, that sucks, uh, it sucks for Chris, um, it sucks for comedy in general, I mean, if he, well, he has been canceled, I don't care what anybody says, I mean, it's possible to bounce back, I mean, look at Chuck Berry, I mean, you can do your research there, uh, look at James Brown, you can do your research there, um, I understand Chris is in black, but uh, I'm trying to think of a white guy that bounced back like that and here's where everybody's gonna have everybody like there's a ton of people listening to this shit um regardless uh, time heals all and our uh, time heals most and he he might bounce back you never know or who knows i mean who knows maybe someone else could come out with some concrete evidence and then he'll end up you know swinging like epstein from a cell i, I don't you know that's just that's a horrible thing to say um but again what the fuck what do i got to, what do i have to lose at this point uh, I'm just trying to get my name out there and uh, my voice out there and not even my name just my voice just fucking listen to me goddamn it I make sense once in a while and if I don't make sense sometimes it's funny and if it's neither to you then change the fucking channel or go to something else you know work out your index finger and click on another fucking link I'm not keeping you here this ain't a homework assignment okay um, and The real, not the real issue, but if you look at the big picture, does canceling Chris D'Elia, let's say, let's just say for argument's sake that he is guilty. If we cancel Chris D'Elia, does that cure him? I mean, is that, is that, is that why we're canceling him? Are we canceling him to show that we care and that we want him to get help? I, I don't fucking think so. I mean... If anything, I think it would make him worse. I mean, these obviously, if if he is guilty of, look, I, unless there's more evidence that comes out, he's not guilty. The guy was got a got a bum deal. But if someone was guilty of this crime, would canceling them and not allowing them to perform at a comedy at the comedy store anywhere, you know, at, at any venue, is that going to cure them? Is that going to keep them from? interacting with underage girls who couldn't even go to his fucking shows to begin with. I mean, what the fuck are we talking about here? I mean, is, is it because of the coronavirus we're all at home and we have nothing else to to focus on than I mean, Chris D'Elia being a little pervy? I mean, who gives a fuck? I mean, the guy didn't he didn't touch one underage girl. He didn't do anything to any any minor. He didn't uh, he didn't expose himself to much. He didn't uh, look, the guy has not physically harmed anyone and for all we know without further proof some of the allegations are not fabricated but they're at the very least exaggerated and the fact that we could take everything from somebody like that is it's fucked up it makes us I mean if not as bad as a real uh, offender or a real you know uh, you know bottom feeder it makes us worse i mean we're as a group we're, we're we all decide that this guy doesn't get a chance because we heard something mean, i mean does our opinion really matter that much i mean how hard is it to turn it off i mean it, we're, we're not protecting kids from some predator here if he is in fact guilty of what you know whatever he's been uh, not accused of but whatever the evidence has shown the guy's never met up with anybody. He's never done anything that would warrant even law enforcement getting involved So what the fuck I, I don't I, I, I don't get it um, and you know another one uh, who really surprised me was Theo Vaughn. I mean uh, he I thought he was a good friend of Chris. I mean, Theo is the only other person to ever host the Congratulations podcast that Chris puts on. The only other person. And this guy came out the next day saying he hopes Chris gets the help he needs and that he feels bad for the victims. I mean, again, crabs in a bucket. That's all it is. And look, I understand you have to look out for yourself, but you don't, I mean, fuck, you really that fast to throw somebody under the bus, I and mean, it, this isn't a guy they just met, this isn't a guy that they're not going to see again, you know what I mean, this is a guy in their inner circle they've known for years, so it's, it's sad, man, it, it really is, it's sad that, uh, something, something that is, I don't want to say trivial, but something that is, Offensive can be turned into this horrible. I mean we're talking about pedophilia here uh, Which was derived from a guy being a little pervy but not actually committing any sort of crime and People don't want to hear the rebuttal. I mean of all people you would think Whitney would at least comment on the rebuttal of course she can't because the rebuttal has nothing to do with her and the rebuttal makes her look like a fucking asshole. Well, guess what? It is what it is. Crabs in a bucket. Fuck it. I think one of the most important things we need to focus on is that everybody that tries to live this cancel culture, no one's immune. I mean, look. The funniest, not the funniest, but uh, an amusing case to me was Bubba Wallace. Uh, this guy was a driving force between behind a uh, for those who don't know bubba wallace is the uh only from my understanding only african-american driver in a nascar and um he was the driving force behind having the confederate flag removed uh, from the the events in general um, again i have a very loose understanding of it um, what i do also have a loose understanding of is how quickly things can turn on you which Bubba. Experienced uh, I, I think he might have even deserved it a little bit to be honest with you. Uh, his actions were um, phenomenal in the beginning there they were, they were uh, a valiant effort towards uh, individuality uh, on his own be- behalf in NASCAR and uh, also uh, on behalf of his race unfortunately um, when it comes to racing, um, he may have one race down, but he doesn't have the other one down at all because he came in 22nd in his next. Uh, uh, I don't even know what, what the name of the, um, the race was. I don't know wherever it was. Um, I don't. I, if I were him, maybe maybe he doesn't even know. I mean, he doesn't. I mean, you can't be that dedicated and come in 22nd. But um, that's that's neither here nor there because what Bubba did uh, was Bubba. Uh, basically stated to the media that he found a noose in his garage uh, and, and accused um, you know not NASCAR as a whole but made the accusations that he was the victim of a hate crime Well, so the FBI came in uh, did their research and come to find out the noose which was, uh, it wasn't a noose hanging in the middle of the garage or anything, it was on the door, the, the main industrial door that you used to get in, or you could load the cars in and out. Um, this was not the only garage that had nooses uh, used for the handle, and um, the previous team that used it had no way of knowing Bubba was going to be in that garage. Um, The previous team had not been in there since October, I believe, of 2019. I had no way of knowing who was going to be in there next. And Bubba knew that this whole time. So with that knowledge, he still came to the media claiming to be a victim of a hate crime. Now, I'm sorry, but look, you can't, it just, it sucks that the guy did something so great and then turn around and basically spit in the face of his own, respect which he lost I mean not just like he lost the race he, he the guy is he made an ass out of himself and it's too bad because uh, he started off um, on a great foot maybe he should have stayed on foot he would have come in maybe a little bit uh, he, he, maybe he might have had a faster time in his last race if he was on foot um, but that's neither here nor there what do I know right I've never raced uh, in NASCAR and uh, I've never... Or, uh, I'm going to leave it at that. I'm not going to make any more jokes about nooses or anything because... I mean, shit, I don't want to get canceled before I even... I, can, can, I can't get canceled yet, right? But shit, one day, everything's recorded, it'll come back to haunt me one day. And I, I've done enough shit. I'm used to apologizing. I'm good at it. I fuck up all the time. But... Uh, cancel culture is, is not... Uh, it's not reasonable. It's not... Uh, it doesn't make sense, a lot of it. Uh, and... I think it's a lot of uh it's a lot of pretentious individuals out there that think uh they because they have the ability to do something that they should do it well you know the old analogy goes i mean if, if all your friends jump off a bridge would you well, i should come up with a different one because i have jumped off the bridge at like barry essa that's for another podcast uh, but just because you can do something doesn't mean you should doesn't make it right and everyone being quarantined because of covid i think it's driving people crazy and it's just getting worse people are, are starting to obsess over things that don't really matter i mean a lot of this stuff is easily avoidable we have bigger problems or maybe that's why people focus on it you, know, you can ignore the bigger problem if you focus on the smaller problem in front of you i don't know what do i know all right well uh, i would thanks again for everybody for listening uh, i say everybody as if there's anybody listening there's probably nobody listening right now i'm per- talking to myself i'm barely listening to myself but um one day there will be people listening and uh and one day i'll have sponsors but until then i have no sponsors to thank i only have anyone listening to thank and uh, again this is the rev on behalf of the yeah so podcast i've got to work on that name i like the name i don't like the, the presentation of it i need to come up with something better i am going to come up with something better don't you guys worry All you guys, don't you guys worry. All right. Just like the pirate ship, this podcast that I'm the captain of. You can also be a pirate ship captain. And Who doesn't want to be a pirate ship captain? The only way to be a ship captain is to know when to use your anchor. Imagine having an anchor that would tell you when you were supposed to use it. Well, that's what anchor is for podcasters. Even if you just want to listen, you can use anchor, of course. But if you're a podcaster or you have dreams of being a podcaster or just want to try out being a podcaster, you're going to want to start with the anchor app. Set yourself up for success. And everyone knows that luck is only when preparation meets opportunity. Let anchor do the preparation for you and possibly even provide the opportunity. But I believe in you. You don't need to wait for Anchor to provide an opportunity. You can go get your own. But if you do it without Anchor, your ship's just floating away in the sea in the middle of the night. Some other pirate's going to come and take it, and it might be me. So defend yourself against pirates like me and any other naysayers out there. Try podcasting today. It'll cost you nothing, but what you can gain is infinite, but not without an Anchor. The Anchor app for Android and iPhone.